I'm back. Hi, you guys. It's me, Joey. How you doing? I'm feeling kind of weird over here, but we'll get into that. I want to start by saying thanks for checking out this podcast last week. Um, I really had no expectations going into it. I had one expectation, and it was that the handful of people who had asked about the podcast over the last few months, I expected that handful of people to check it out and be like, oh, okay, (laughs) she did it. And that's to kind of be it. More than that handful checked it out. And a lot of those people reached out and said very nice things, either relating to the podcast, encouraging me to keep going, um, just being like, wow, it's cool that you're doing that. Uh, but it was all really nice feedback. And I so, so appreciate that. So thank you. It was really shocking to me because I'm typically slow to check things out myself. Uh, I think there's like two parts to that. One, I'm an anxious person, so I like to know what I'm getting into. I know I know what I like and I stick with that. The other part is it's kind of scary to check out something that someone you care about is making. Like, what if you don't like it? Ugh, that would suck. Um... I always want to check the things out that the people I care about make. I don't know why that sentence was so hard. Um, but I always want to check those things out. But there's there's some hesitation there, right? Because, like, truly, what if you don't like it? The good news for you guys is I don't have a list of who listens to this. So you could check it out and hate it, and you don't have to tell me. Please don't tell me. Um But yeah, I don't know. I just, I really appreciate that people listened. Um, Hopefully you're back again this week listening again. And if not, that's okay. Because I am going to keep this low to no expectations. I am doing it. I'm coming back each week. We're just looking for some consistency and to hopefully grow something. But no pressure, no expectations. It's easy. So anyway, we're back this week to the Joey showy. Here we go. So like I said, I'm feeling kind of weird over here. I've been in a funk the last week and it's annoying. Funks are annoying. Can I just live my life? Can I just do the things I like to do and feel good? Nope. I think... A lot of what's going on is I'm just, I've been feeling anxious. I'm in sort of these transitional points in life. They're exciting. They're good. But the ground is a little bit being pulled out from under me. Um, I don't feel super steady right now because I'm changing things in my life. And they're all good things. It's, It's great. But I'm a girl who likes consistency. I'm a girl who likes rock solid ground to stand on. And that's not how it's feeling right now. So I'm having a hard time. (laughs) I think what took me from feeling anxious to then kind of battling some depression was feeling anxious about my friend's bridal shower. So one of my best friends, Danielle, her bridal shower was this weekend 
And the week leading up to it, I started to feel really anxious. And then I started to feel guilty for being anxious. My friends are beautiful, wonderful, really great people. They're easy to be around. You feel good when you're around them. Danielle is like just (laughs) a freak, but the best freak. I love her so much. She is a wonderful person and so, so easy to be around. So why am I anxious? I really felt bad. I was like, these are my people. Why am I like kind of not wanting to go see them? Danielle's flying across the country for this. She has other friends. She has other friends. She has other friends flying from different states, driving from different states. And I'm sitting here an hour away being like, how can I get out of this? I felt awful. I knew I wasn't going to not go. But my brain was definitely trying to figure it out. If you've never had depression, it's pretty hard to explain it. But I will say probably the best depiction I've ever seen of it. I, I don't know if ever. Whatever. A really great depiction of depression is a show on Netflix called Big Mouth. It's an animated series by Nick Kroll and other comedians. And it's about kids going through puberty. And essentially, you have this group of characters um, and they all get these hormone monsters. And it's a separate character. And it shows these kids going through puberty. They have dialogue with their hormone monsters, which is kind of like your inner dialogue when you're a kid. And then in later episodes, they introduce these other characters, like the shame wizard you feel shame from and then enters depression kitty depression kitty it's this big big cat and it's kind of mama like and I actually went back and watched this episode because I was thinking about it so much so the kids like go into this like alternate universe and they show up at hormone headquarters or whatever it's called. And the one girl, Jessie, goes into this room and her hormone monster is sitting in front of the committee. And Jessie had been like going through some stuff recently. And the committee's like, all right, you're not in charge of Jessie anymore. We're going to put depression kitty in charge of Jessie. The hormone monster's like, no. And Jessie's like, no, not Jesse. The depression kitty's like, come on, don't you want Jesse's life to be easy? She's been fighting. Don't you want her to feel good? And Jesse stands up and she's like, yes, I want that. I'm tired of fighting. I just want to feel good. I want things to be easy. Depression kitty fucking takes Jesse to a room and is like, Jesse, have you ever laid with your back to the tv while friends marathon plays like what i've done that all the time that's key depression mode like that is that's the thing so depression kitty's like piling blankets on jesse and jesse's just like "Ooh, this is nice i won't ruin it for you you don't need a play-by-play of the whole episode But it's just like depression makes you, it tricks you. Mental illness is all like tricking you. 
And I feel like depression makes you think it's going to keep you safe. Like, oh, you don't want to go do that thing. That's risky. You just want to lay here. You want to dig this hole in the ground and slink right into it. You're like, yes. Yes, I do want to do that because everything's scary and hard and like slinking into a hole and just laying there is so easy and good. And it's not. That's not good. You don't want to do that. So uh, Saturday came. That was the day of the bridal shower. I'm in my car. I'm driving. I've got tunes going. And I realized I felt good. Like I just decided I was going to this thing. I knew I wasn't going to bail on my freaking queen. Um, So I went. And it was a good time. There were still pockets in it where... You know, I didn't feel like my best self or I felt disconnected. There were moments I texted Taylor and I was like, am I an alien? Like, what is my problem? And at one point I was talking to my friend Sammy and I was telling her, you know, I was anxious leading up to this week and I was so mad at myself for being anxious because like, you're my people. How dare I doubt this, this day and how great it's going to be. And, and have you ever had someone say something so simple to you and you're just like, oh, my whole brain just exploded. Even if it's something you already know, they just say it to you the right way in the right moment. And you're like, yes. Sammy looked at me and she said, well, that just further validates that it's your anxiety. It's not about the group of people. You're just you're going to be anxious for this or anxious for something else. Like it's, it's not about us. It was, it didn't cure my anxiety. It didn't cure my depression, but the relief I felt to just, I was able to stop giving myself a hard time. Like, why am I anxious for this? Like, Like, why am I anxious for anything? Because I overthink it all. I'm always overthinking. We all overcomplicate things. Maybe we all don't. I do. You probably do. But whatever. It felt good to just have that moment of validation. And it allowed me to, like, ease up on myself a little bit. Which ultimately allowed me to enjoy myself more. I've always been a head case, like since I was a kid. I think I think I felt like I had to just observe everything as like a survival technique, a coping mechanism. If I paid attention to everything everyone was doing, I could anticipate the next thing and not be caught off guard. Does that make sense? So I've always, my whole life, I've been in my head. I've been... I did gymnastics and I was always called a head case because I would get nervous about everything. Like as far back as I can remember, head case has been a description for me and I've related to it. At the party, at the end of the party, I should say, people left and then it was just like Danielle's mom and her friends and our friends and we had a playlist going and everyone was dancing And I couldn't do it. 
I couldn't get out of my head enough to dance. Maybe for like a minute, and then I stopped. And one of Danielle's mom's friends was like, oh, you just like move your body like this. And I was like, no, I know how to dance. Like I was a dancer for most of my life. I just don't. She's like, oh, you're shy. Okay. And I'm like, I don't even know if it's that I'm shy. I'm just, can you guys hear my cat? He is going off right now. I don't even know where he is, but he's being chatty. Anyway, partially, yes, I'm shy. But the other part truly is I just can't stop paying attention to everyone else to just be in the moment and enjoy myself. Sometimes I think I'm in the moment because I'm paying attention to so much of the moment. But I don't know if this makes sense. But I'm not in the moment because I'm just worrying about everything. I don't have an end point to any of this. I have been feeling a little better. I'm pushing through the anxiety. I'm pushing through the depression. I think I'm getting to the other side of it, which is good. It definitely takes recognizing that that's what's happening and not falling for it. But I don't know. It's not all bad. Things are good. Things are good. I know they're good. I got a couple emails from you guys this week. Let's open them up and see what we got. All right. We got two. First one. Did you grow up playing Tony Hawk? And if so, who was your character? Ronnie. Ronnie, I did not grow up playing Tony Hawk. In fact, I didn't really play many video games. I always wish I had, but they're hard. Like, I don't, it doesn't stick for me. The video games I did play, I was very young, and it was like Nintendo. Um, I don't know, like the Duck Hunter game, or like maybe a Mario game or something. You know forward jump squat run those motions when you have to start hitting like all the buttons at once you lose me when it's like free play and not like here's a straight line and you want to get these coins and you want to stump on these things and you want to get to the finish line like when it's anything past that I can't I just I'm not good at it I'm not good um Now when I play video, the only video game I play now is Cuphead, and it's really hard, but it looks cool, and it's the same idea. It's like a straight line, you do the things, and you get to the end. Any kind of like free play, I was just like, what am I doing? I want to go do something else, but I don't know. If I played that game, I would have been Tony Hawk for sure. (laughs) I don't even know what characters were on it. Um... Great question. Really not great answer. (laughs) This is good. All right. Second email. Hi, Joey. I love the show. I found you through Strange Nerve and being a Super Heaven Webbed Wing fan. 
Also love Tiger's Jaw and am low-key very jealous of your friend group. You guys seem like the coolest and so fun and loving towards one another. Anyway, enough of my fangirling. As someone very involved in the music scene, I was wondering your thoughts on like show etiquette and your go-to spot in a crowd. I'm very much a barrier girly because I'm so short I gotta be able to see. I want everyone to have fun but I also get so annoyed with crowd surfers and very aggressive dudes and I'm constantly like, wow, we've come so far as a scene, yet crowds still feel so male-dominated. I also feel like crowd surfing looks so fun, but I'm scared and self-conscious and don't think I could ever do it, lol. Also, I was wondering if Joey is your real name or a nickname. It's so unique and pretty. Hope you're having a good week, Maria. Maria, you are in great company here because I... Also love Super Heaven and Webbed Wing and Tiger's Jaw. Love them. My people. Um, not to add to your jealousy, but it is a a really special group of people. It's a really cool friend group. They make life easier and better. They only enhance things. And I've learned that that's pretty unique for friend groups. Um like when I'm at work talking with people and they'll talk about their quote unquote friends. I'm like, that's a friend. That's who you're calling friend. They're not nice. They don't care about you. <laughs> like what? And then I talk about my friends and it's like I made up a unicorn land. It's crazy. Um, Really, truly wonderful people. I, I will say I think I have great taste in people. But also, I'm just very lucky to have come across such wonderful, wonderful souls. I'm really talented, too, right? Like, it's maybe even annoying sometimes. It's never annoying. It's very cool. Um, so, anyway, I'll fangirl with you all day, every day. Um, what are my thoughts on show etiquette and my go-to spot in a crowd? I'm going to be honest, if Taylor's playing, I have two go-to spots. The first is watching from the side of the stage. And that is because I really like to watch people watch him. It's so cool. These people I know and love have created a thing that I love. And I get to watch other people love it. Like, people are so happy. It's very cool. So I'm there, and then I usually will stand, like, middle of the room ish um to hear how they sound and to just be like immersed in it all and I love it if it's not a scenario like that then I guess I probably prefer to be front but to the side I don't want to be like right in the center in the front like I like to be at the side sometimes I'll stand in the back of a room but probably for the most part, I'm coming up front, but standing off to the side. So I'm not like in everything. Um, yeah, I don't really have many feelings on show etiquette. I mean, I guess like don't be a jerk. <laughs> uh, I agree. There are people who just seem like they're there to be aggressive and that is annoying um, I think if you're going to stand, you know, barrier area, 
you need to do that knowing the risks and it sounds like you do it sounds like you appreciate it and you enjoy that everyone's having fun but you just also want the same respect of like hey if it doesn't look like I'm doing the thing you're doing don't do it at me and I get that I also think crowd surfing looks like so much fun I will never do it I will I don't think I will ever do it for the same reasons as you but I'm going to tell you right now I think you should do it I totally think you should I would love it if you did and then tell me all about it it looks really freeing I feel like the most I move at a show is like kind of swaying side to side, tapping my toe. I, w- I wish. I mean, you guys should see me in my car. When I'm in my car listening to music, I have like the coolest, the coolest moves. And I'm not making this up. Like I said, I dance most of my life. I got rhythm. I got flow. I know what I'm doing. I just won't do it in public. I don't know why. Same idea with crowd surfing. It would be such a release, right? To just like, oh, stage dive and crowd surf. Like, little two-step across the stage. Are you kidding me? You'll never see it from me, though. But I think everyone should do it. Everyone should do it, including you, Maria. And lastly, Joey is my real name. My nickname's Mimei. I literally stole that from my brother in high school and then it stuck but yeah my real name is Joey um when my parents named me it was between Joey or Marilyn and there was a very short period of time in my life where I thought Marilyn would have been it you know Marilyn Monroe she's so cool uh but no I'm glad it's Joey I'm named after my dad he's Joseph I don't know where they got the spelling from like, no diss to my parents. They apparently listen to this, by the way. Um, love them endlessly. They're great. But I'm definitely shocked by how unique my name is. They killed it. They did a great job. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the cute, pretty, unique name. I love you. And Maria, I was having a weird week, but it's getting better now. I hope you're having a really great week. And I also, I could be wrong, but I believe this is the Maria that you were like, the you wrote the first review for this podcast and it really like, it was really sweet and it meant a lot to me. So thank you so much. I, I really appreciate that. Those are the emails. And now I have a question for you guys. Who honks? Who does it? Who freaking honks? I like honking is so obnoxious. It's terrible. And also it's like 2023. How do we not have like a a softer honk? Like an excuse me. Sorry. Did you notice that? Kind of honk. Like it's always this like terrifying sound. And this sounds like I'm getting honked at all the time. I'm not which actually makes it more annoying. I'm not doing anything wrong. Why do I have to deal with you honking? It's just like impatient and rude. The only time you really need to honk is if there is like your brakes don't work and you're coming full speed, then honk at me. But otherwise, I don't want it. It scares me. It makes me think I'm in danger. It 
And then it makes me mad because I got scared. I hate it. Who honks? And while we're on it, people who think they can beat traffic, what's up with you? You're on the highway. Everybody's crawling. Oh, the right lane starts to go a little quicker. So you all move over there. And then the left lane starts to go quicker and you all move. Do you know why that's happening? It's happening because of you dummies doing this back and forth thing. You can't beat traffic. You're not going to win. Just sit in it. Be patient. What are we doing? Can you guys tell that I drive so much all week? I don't like honking. And you can't beat traffic. Okay? And while I'm on things that are getting me a little worked up, Crocs are cool. I remember when Crocs weren't that cool. And then I remember when Crocs became cool. And now I have people telling me that they don't think Crocs are cool. Okay. Why don't you go put on your flip-flops? Make your little slappy sounds everywhere you go. Crocs aren't cool. Get over yourself. Grow up. You guys, this is kind of all I got this week. I hope it was enough for you. <laughs> I hope you're still here. Um, I did not tell you last week where you could send emails, so I'm going to do that now. The Joey Showy at shopgoodmorning.com or you can go to the Good Morning website, shopgoodmorning.com and click on the tab for the Joey Showy. Bunch of links. You can listen where you want to listen. Link to email the podcast. One day there will be videos there, but not right now. And I want any of it. You want advice? You want to share a story? You want to tell me a win? You want to vent about something? You got something that's making you feel alone and you just want a little community? Send it my way. We'll read it. We'll talk about it. We'll feel good. You'll probably have some people be like, oh my God, I related to that. And then you'll be like, I'm not alone. This is cool. It works for everybody. The Joey Showy at shopgoodmorning.com. Also, do you know how many times I've gone to like type my name recently and I'm starting to put like a W in it, like Showy? It's insane. (laughs) It's so crazy. Anyway, I'm going to send you off with a song this week. Again, if you're on Spotify, it'll play right away. If you are not on Spotify, look it up. Listen to it. It's a good song. It's what I've been feeling lately. Young Gov, Cold in the Summer. I appreciate you all. I love you all. I'll see you next week. Bye.